Aloha. Welcome to the Ronahana Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronahana Podcast. Yes. Welcome back for another episode of the Run Ohana podcast. Hey, I really love that intro music more today. And I don't know if it's because I've been drinking, because I have, or if it was just really fun today. I think it's growing on us. I It just kind of makes you want to do a little yeah, happy dance. Just a little do dance. Yeah. I got a headache. I'm not going to be doing any happy dance right now. I got you a headache. Drink more. Well, possibly. And my daughter just passed her driver's permit test. They're, they're, the headache <laughs> and the driver test are unrelated. But the drinking, oh, maybe are. the drinking can tie it all together. I'm not sure. But uh, but yeah, so good day today, though, Brittany. Yeah, it was pretty good. I got a massage. I held my illegal Zumba class. And now I'm talking to you guys. Wow. I was wondering what you meant when you said illegal Zumba so you're, so, you're holding it on your own not supposed to be so another girl and I at work after hours we go down to the basement where they have like this big cafeteria or whatever it's not really cafeteria it's just like your break room but it's huge um and we do Zumba and nobody knows but the security guys will come in and laugh at us and so, so you're the security guards come in and laugh at you and all, but is there an instructor? You guys watching this on YouTube? Oh, I'm the instructor. You're no, the instructor? So, no, I took... Donna you just spit her drink out all over the keyboard. <laughs> I actually took Zumba certification. I'm a certified Zumba instructor. Get out of here. And I have to tell you, the only Zumba class I've only taken is with Brittany, and she can move. She can do it. Right. I cannot. Right. <laughs> wow. Just don't do freestyle, because if you say freestyle, I don't know what to do, and I freeze. <laughs> but you give me some choreography and I got you. I will lead you through it. Wow. Yeah. In fact, I brought I brought out um, two of my Halloween songs and one is Calling All the Monsters, which <gasps> they play in Disney the best. during the Boo Parade. Yeah. They that's I think their best Halloween song because now the one that we play all the time in the store, it makes me not as happy. That one was so good. And I yeah. learned that dance when they had they had a dance to that that I learned once to go down to do the to, for the not so scary Halloween party. Yeah, I'll good. show you the Zumba one. It's fun. So does this mean we're going to have to have the Ronohana virtual Zumba classes? Yeah, we should. <laughs> I think we should. I'm down if anyone wants to. Well, just to have us join in on your next uh, illegal Zumba night. Yeah. Oh, and I started with the wobble. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we were talking about it. <laughs> Just as long as you didn't end with the WAP. <laughs> right. No, nobody's doing the WAP. Not with me anyway. Oh, goodness. How's your week going so far, Donna? Um, my week has not been great, to be honest with you. I had a terrible day yesterday when I was trying to update my watch and my phone to that new... Um, uh, you know, whatever update it was. And my watch got all messed up. And, you know, I'm kind of a maniac about closing all my circles. And, oh, my goodness, the whole thing was 
it was just a nightmare because it didn't sing. It made me unpair my phone. I thought I was going to lose all my progress because I've had those circles closed for almost a year now. I did get them back, but I wasn't able to have my watch on until like one in the afternoon. So I literally had to, um, I had to do more exercise than I intended to get my calorie burn and my exercise circle closed. And then I had to set an alarm after I went to bed to get up again so that I would hit my stand goal. My husband what? thought I was insane, you are insane. but I was get not going to, I was not going to lose this. I wasn't going to lose it. So why did you get a dog yeah, and just what? like a dog, a dog, I, no, a dog. <laughs> I love saying dog. Like with that, like a New Yorker. That's how I used to say yeah. it when I grew up. A dog. A dog. So, yeah, and you can just like tie your Fitbit to it and like <laughs> pat it on the butt and make it go run around. You're there right. You <laughs> You're right. But anyway, so yesterday wasn't great because of that. It stressed me out big time. And then today, no, we're gonna talk about it later. But my dreams have been crushed, and both uh, run Disney races that I'm signed up for have been canceled. And oh, totally not surprised. Cue the I told you so. Go right ahead. <laughs> I told dun, dun, you dun. so. <laughs> you so. <laughs> uh, so not a great, not a great start to my week. But you know, life goes on. It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. This will be released on a Friday, so there's plenty of time, <laughs> plenty of time to turn it around. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. How about you, Ryan? What's your week like? Week's been the same old, same old. It doesn't seem like anything changes ever at work, but um, yeah, same old, same old. It has been a better week. Last week was one of those weeks where I had moments where I just felt like I was pretty deep in a hole and just didn't want to come out of it. Just wanted to lock myself in my car at lunchtime and never go back in. But I survived and I started this week and this week's off to a good week. So, um, yeah. So we, um, I think the last time we spoke, we were talking about what's in the box. Right? <laughs> You're getting uh, ready to run. Getting ready to head in to my virtual Boston marathon. And I knocked that one off the list. So, Virtual race for me right after the virtual race episode. Right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, well, we, we, I was actually going to circle back. We got some pretty good feedback from our virtual race discussion last week. And right. honestly, maybe my stance was a little soft in the episode. I think from when we were talking about like ahead of the episode, I might've been a little bit more harsh in our, you know, in our initial conversation. But it seems like a lot of other people are kind of feeling the same way about virtual races. Yeah. And I feel like um, I feel like in the beginning or when I was listening, it seemed like we were kind of pitting ourselves against each other. Like it was you two against me with this whole virtual <laughs> thing. But but really, after listening to it, I think we're kind of everybody's kind of on the same page because. Yeah. It, Everybody is in agreement that a virtual is no good unless you've got some community mixed in with it or it's going to a charity. I do think there are a number of people who are running more virtuals right now just because, like, what else is there to do? But I think for the most part, they are finding community in those virtuals. Yeah, and I I think 
I think when it comes to the community side, I think there's different levels of community. And mm-hmm. I think that's where things maybe get a little bit muddy and where my idea of a community driven virtual race is, a, I don't know. We we're probably on different levels when it comes to the community thing. I almost yeah, want more of, right. an, of an established community. I want to almost know the people where I know you're kind of jumping into uh, a few races where you don't know the people, which is great too. I just, and, and I think some of them that are trying to establish communities are a little forced in their establish of communities. And then like once the virtual race is done, the community goes, right? So I, I, that's where I think maybe there's some variation there on the community yeah, aspect, different levels. Yeah. And again, okay. I think during the pandemic, I just feel like if you have a favorite uh, race organization, to support them, just to keep them there, you know, because this is a, a completely different scenario. They're all having to do some kind of virtual just to stay afloat. You know, I see JNA still, they're trying to make it fun. They have some new ones, um, you know, so just to continue to support them would also be an option that I wouldn't have done before. I agree. Yeah. I think we're just going to come out of COVID and it's just going to be virtual race overload. And oh, once mm-hmm. in-person racing starts happening, nobody is going to want to hear the word virtual race for a long for time. For a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just overload. And I think they're starting to, people are starting to feel that way and they're getting anxious for the in-person races. You know, some of them are out there and we'll talk about it a bit later, but yeah, I, I think it's just, it's becoming too much. Yeah. Left and right. Agreed. But I did run a virtual race, a marathon. And it was so much fun. And it was fun. Still look good. It was fun. And I told you both that I was a little reluctant, even after I signed up for it, I was a little reluctant to even run it. I just wanted to even let my entry fee die because I was just like, whatever. But um, I was able to kind of almost real late in the game, like that week they started rolling out, uh, expo guest and interviews on Boston. I think it was on Twitch is what they were publishing all these interviews and stuff on and seeing Kara and Meb and Des and all the Boston legends being interviewed and talking about the race and giving some inspiration to the virtual runners. I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to have to run this thing because I'm not going to be able to sit here and watch this thing and get psyched up for it. So Honestly, I think they did a great job supplying enough content and resources to really get runners motivated and give it the best possible Boston Marathon feel that it could be, even though you're running it in the middle of Missouri, right? So, and I put- Yeah, that finish line and, and start line looked really cool. And you won. I won. Like, <laughs> what other race have you won where you crossed the finish line and you broke the line? Like I broke the you line. Had a, you had a lead car. Dude, you were awesome. Great rose photos. Yeah. I couldn't Did I say even rose photos, race photos. I couldn't even see the competition. That, yeah. That's that's how big my lead was. <laughs> right. So it was cool. They like they, I told you they had the app dedicated for the race and inside the app, you know, you could print off your bib, which they had they had your assigned bib number and everything. 
then you could also print off a bunch of resources. So you could print off your own starting line, your own finish line, your own finish line tape. And they had uh, the mile markers for all the cities that you passed through along the course. You could print those oh, off cool. and go stake them out if you wanted to. I didn't go that far, but we did print off the start line. We printed off the finish line and the finishing tape. And I gave those to, I had some family, uh, my wife, my kids, my mother and my sister all supporting the race and we put out the starting line, got some photos. My sister took all the photos of the races and my wife and kids were in a little side-by-side like utility vehicle. They had my fuel. They had a cooler on the back that had water and Powerade and filling up the bottles and following me along the course. And so it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, it was cool as a virtual marathon could possibly be. I think that's what it was. I was so ready just to say, screw it. I'm just going to go out, go log some basic miles and not make a big deal out of it. You know, 10, 15 miles, whatever, just run it and not even participate. But having family and there to support and seeing them as each mile markers as i'm going through the the race i'm saying okay i need you two miles up or you know i'll meet you at this point or this landmark and you know it was i wasn't racing and i wasn't going to be setting any pr by any means but uh it wasn't my fastest it wasn't my slowest it was just a fun virtual marathon did i just say that That's really you great. Did. You did say it, and it's been recorded. Yeah, <laughs> we can play it back for you if you missed it. <laughs> I'll edit that part out. No, it it was it was cool though. It was and it was fun to share. And I know there were I had a lot of family in other s- cities and states, and I know friends were kind of following along the whole qualification journey and registration and that whole bit. And I'm so active on Facebook, goodness sakes, that they were really, yeah, hardly keep up with. (laughs) And they they were really just following along to, to everything. And, um, just a lot of questions were coming of what's, what's the deal with that? Oh yeah, it's a virtual race. So I, I felt obligated to post, you know, something on there and thank goodness my sister was along to take all the photos and, uh, between her and my mom, my wife, recording videos and being able to share those because uh, it kind of will make it memorable for sure. Oh, yeah. It really was fun to watch. It was. Thank them for us. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll make sure they listen to this so that we can boost our numbers. Yeah, and let's have Ashley come to one of our races one time so she can get some good <laughs> pictures of us. Yeah, right. I was told I had no idea she was uh, doing live Facebook live streaming uh, whenever I'd come through various turns and stuff. That was cool, but yeah. I think that did yeah. actually kind of hook some people in and uh, bring a little bit more on the journey. Which, yeah, it was fun to go back and read all the comments. Overwhelming. Yeah. And now you have that. Now you have that forever. Yeah. You know, you can always go back and look at those. That's really that's really cool. Facebook memories every five Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait to get that little time hop in about a year from now. Mm-hmm. It'll make you smile. I guarantee it. Well, hopefully we'll, in a year from now, we're looking back on it and think, oh, yes. my goodness, remember those virtual races we used to do? And now we've got all well, these in-person races. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. They, they were supposed to start the signups for 2021 basically right after the virtual period when uh, completion was over with. 
but they had suspended those. I think I mentioned that on a previous episode. No time frame on when or if they will open up the registration for 2021. So, Ugh, okay, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but anyway, so we'll see. I'll be signing up for Boston 2021. Hopefully a time from previous will be fast enough to get in, which I think it will. And hopefully at some point in 2021, I'm running an in-person Boston race. Amen. Yep. I do have to say, as I participated in the expo piece, watching all the videos, they had these virtual booths for all the sponsors and brands that would normally, um, maybe it wasn't all of them, a small portion of them had virtual booths that you could click on. And of course I'm clicking on them to try to find any really good discounts on various products that maybe I've been eyeballing you know, over the last year or so. And uh, Marathon Tours is one of the companies that I booked our hotel rooms through for this past Boston. And they had a little giveaway on their virtual booth. And I sign up for these giveaways. I'm not kidding you. If there's a giveaway on Twitter for some running brands, I sign up for that crap. I won't retweet it or I won't share it because I don't want to blast everyone. But I do sign up for them because I never win them. And <laughs> I signed up for this giveaway from Marathon Tours. I have no idea what the, the giveaway. I read it and I had a vision of what they were giving away. So I signed up for it. I was like, oh, this would be cool. They're going to give away possibly a race trip to one of these destination races. I'm not going to win it. I signed up and I got an email after the expo. Congratulations. Thank you for signing up. You won. And I said, ah, that's I never, awesome. I replied back to her and I was like, oh my gosh, I never win anything. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I had to give her my address. She's, she's sending me something. Um, it's probably a t-shirt or a water bottle. <laughs> A headband, <laughs> marathon tours headband. I don't know, but here I thought maybe so you I was, still don't know what you won. I have no idea. We'll have to. I guess we'll have to have another. What's in the box, right? <laughs> I have no need idea. A little intro for that now. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a. <laughs> there is an intro for that. <laughs> it's a water bottle and a chance to go to a timeshare for the weekend. Yeah, you you can save like. 50 bucks on your timeshare <laughs> fees. Just say no. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. And you know you sign up for them and they're they're getting you on newsletter blast and everything else. So I, I am cautious about a little bit about signing up for some of the, you know, what brands and things I sign up for. But I don't know. I figured they already got my email. They're already putting me on their newsletter list for having booked hotels from. So what more are they going to get from me submitting my email address to them for this giveaway? Well, hopefully it's something really fun. I'm just teasing about the timeshare, but yeah, you never know. It could be a timeshare. <laughs> it could be, but do marathon tours really do timeshares? I think you're, I think you're more apt to actually get a race entry or something. Yeah. I was like, it's probably going to be like, here's your Tokyo race fee. Now you just have to book the hotel and everything through us to get there. So, so they're going to get their money back. Right. So I have no idea what it is. Like I said, it's probably something I want it for goodness sake. So it can't be anything great because oh, oh, it, you it. could be. It's, it's, well, I'm, just keep us posted. Just it's a, keep us posted. It's a t-shirt or a headband is where I'm putting my money at. All right. All right. Maybe we'll both. Money, 
I couldn't be that lucky, hey, could I? That would be cool. That would be totally cool to match your headband to your t-shirt. Style. Oh, <laughs> then I could probably get you a skirt. <laughs> they have a sparkle skirt for that. Yep. Anyway, so that's my excitement. That's my virtual Boston Marathon. Well, it was fun to watch. I'm glad. I'm glad if you're only going to run one virtual race in your entire life, it was that one, and you had a good time doing it. Right. Well, I'd be lying if I said it was my only one, but... I know, Ryan. It was the most fun. It was the funnest. There you go. Hey, we got a listener question. Nuh-uh. Yes, we did. Well, they've got nothing else to talk about, so it's time to hear from you, the listener. The Run Ohana Podcast. Listener questions. Our dear friend Jackie was gracious enough to entertain us with some questions. Jackie writes in, Hey there, fam. So it's Saturday and I'm at work listening to the podcast. And here's some questions as well as some suggestions for the show. For those that have run a live race, how are they doing their thing? Packet pickup, crowds, finish, etc. Do you have to wear your mask the whole thing? Second, Space Coast seems to be the first real major race going forward with their safety measures. Do you think they will actually be able to run it live? The website has a whole breakdown of their plans to keep it safe, but in being such a big race, I am wondering how enforceable it is. Hmm. Additionally, some show ideas, favorite race, least favorite race, runner pet peeves, superstitions, must haves, hydration, gear reviews. Love you guys. Miss you guys. See you real soon. Jackie. We miss you too, Jackie. Sure do. Thanks for writing, Jackie. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Jackie. We sure do miss you. Miss everyone out there. Miss all the race events that we meet up at. But to answer Jackie's question, for those that have run a live race, how are you doing your thing? So (laughs) I think I'm the only one who has run a live race as of recently. And the two that I've run have just been 5Ks. Um, they were both put on by the same running company. However, packet pickup was done differently each time. The first one was much more hands-off and no contact. Um, I don't know if it was because it was that much earlier and people were still really nervous about things or if they just found it to be easier to do it the second way. Anyway, the first one, they basically just put your packet on the ground in a certain area and you could look up your bib number figure out where it was going to be and just go get your packet and then you were done and you literally didn't have to be near or touch or come you know or be with in contact with anybody um i think they had some people kind of standing around if you needed some help but the second one it was um just kind of the same as a regular old race and you went up and the only difference is people were wearing masks um, it's possible that the people who handed you things were, had gloves on, but honestly, I don't even remember that. So, um, you know, there's sanitizer everywhere and it's basically as soon as you pass something to the next person, you're using sanitizer. And that was that. As far as the masks go, um, we were always required to wear them up to the starting line and actually up to when you started running and then you could take them off and hold them. Um, because you didn't, you couldn't drop them because once you finished, 
they also wanted you to put them on pretty soon after. The second race I ran was during the day and it was very hot. So they weren't like um, completely enforcing you to do that because some people would have had a really hard time breathing. But they did ask you to spread out. There was no kind of finisher party. In fact, they had one guy standing up on a stage with a microphone kind of saying, all right, move along. You know, he wasn't like engaging you in anything. He was just like, you need to get your stuff and go put your mask on as soon as you can. And so it kind of squashes the, the that race race finish feeling a little bit because you you can't really be too celebratory. You kind of just have to get the heck out of there. But thankfully, while you're running and um, prior to running, you do get that good feeling of just getting pumped up and being excited. And as far as corrals went, these two races had, um, they literally just drew chalk circles on the ground and told you where to stand. And they had different waves and you would just keep moving. It reminded me of being at Disney. Actually, you just kept moving up six feet as you got closer and closer and they would space them out a couple of minutes in between each wave um, so that people stayed pretty distant. So you didn't, you, you would pass some people on the course, but it was no different than like if I go on a, on a run in my neighborhood, I felt like, and I'd pass a couple of people here and there. It wasn't, it wasn't overly crowded. And I'm sure the fields were pretty small. I happened to be doing another one on Saturday or on Sunday, and they said they were going to have 50 people per wave, which I kind of mm. felt like was a lot. Um, and especially based on where the race is, I I'm wondering if there was even a typo that, that that it's capped at 50 people because I can't imagine having more than one wave of 50 people in this particular area. So what's the going I'll have to report right back. now? Sorry? What's the going group? Like, like I know it used to be 20, then it was like 10, then it's five, but I feel oh, like it yeah. has gone back up to yeah. 20, 30, depending on where you live. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's why that was another reason I was surprised to see it say 50 because I didn't I didn't think we had gotten quite that high yet. So I'll have to I'll have to just report back on that one and see what it's like when I do it. But this particular race um, company or whatever you want to call it, they've they've been having races every weekend for the last month. Like when I looked it up because it, it was a friend of mine who posted that she was running. She ran a half last weekend and she posted the name of the company. And so I looked them up and they've got races every week for the next, I don't know, two or three months. They're just kind of all over the Maryland, Virginia, DC area. And, and they're in different parks and on the canal and, um, but, but they've got a lot going on. So they must have it down pat. You do have to get your, like, I will have to pick up my packet before the race. There's no pre days. Yeah. You have to do it the morning of. So anyway, We'll see what it's like. Yeah, we're starting to see a few, I think actually more than a few races start to really pop up throughout the country. Yeah. And they're much, much smaller. I know the Omaha Marathon actually took off in person this past weekend. And just looking through their uh, COVID policy for their race, it uh, looks like they've got hand sanitizer at every start or at the start line, at the finish line, and then every water stop along the way. They were only providing water along the course. I believe they were providing it in a bottle at the beginning, and then it needed to be self-served throughout later out the mm -hmm. race. Uh, you had to wear your masks at the start while you're in the wave. You could take it off, I guess, during the race, but then at, 
and once you crossed the finish line, immediately had to put it back on. So I think every race is trying to find ways that they could actually pull this off uh, as yep. far as getting back going. And I know race directors want it. Runners want it. They're trying. These races are trying. The ones that you're just not going to see for a while, the, the big ones that just, you know, Boston, New York, Chicago. Right. Disney. Disney. Yeah. yeah. You got to wonder, though, how at what point is it really – cost effective like if you have to keep the field so low you know is it really worth it for them but like i said this one place is doing it every week so they must have it figured out and they're not that expensive i mean i'm i'm doing a 5k this weekend and i think it was only 25 bucks you know it's not and you get a t-shirt you get a t-shirt and a medal i know you get a shirt at least so well, I mean, do they have to close any roads? Do they need cops blocking traffic? Know. You know, th- those are when it gets into the point, right. you know, where they have to think about, is it worth it? Are we going to make enough to be able to sustain and, and do this? If you're just like a smaller 5K that can do it in a trail or, you know, something in a park or whatever, you know, it's easier to do. Um, state parks, you know, I think that one I saw Brian Marks do was in a state park uh, that was a half marathon. So I, I would assume that... Um, you know, the smaller races, they're able to do that. And it is, you know, something that they can afford to do, whereas your bigger races where you have to pull in, you know, city officials, police and all, and, you know, all of that is just, it's not cost effective yet. Yeah. That would be my biggest concern is some of these races, especially the longer distance ones for five Ks, you can almost kind of get away with some quiet roads and not have Mm -hmm. to, you know, lock them down. But when you get into the half marathon distance and even marathons, goodness sakes, if you don't have road closures and security along the way, it's a disaster. A, yeah, what, yeah. A, what yeah. a mess they become, uh, especially on marathons as runners start to fatigue and their mind isn't yep. always in the right place. And the last thing you really want to know, have to worry about is, hey, is that car coming my direction at me or am I delusional? Right. So. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest concern in our area. It's the trail races that are really starting to pull off. And I think it's just because they're less expensive to put on, right? Right. And, and so it's easier to absorb a smaller, smaller race. So as far as Space Coast, man, I don't have an answer for that one. I don't have an answer so, for that one. It's shocking because Space Coast is not a real small race. No, but let's think about it. So it is a unique race. It's a unique race in that they can split the field. So half of them can go one way, half of them can go a different way. Um, it's Florida where Florida doesn't seem to care like Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> right. You are going to have a lot of people just not come just because they can't travel at this time. So that's going to kind of, even if the, even if they signed up for it at this point, they have the option for virtual. Um, I know that our friend Matt, as much as he goes down there, he does it every year. He's signed up. He's going to take the virtual in just because he can't travel during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that they're counting on a lot of that. Now, I, I didn't know that they had like a whole slew of, of, you know, what they plan to do to make this happen. But I'm with you. I just, I don't know that that is even with all of that, it's such a big race that I don't see it. I don't see it actually happening, but I hope I'm wrong because I know a lot of people, a lot of our friends are going down there to do it. Yeah. 
I hope they have it figured out because maybe maybe somebody can set the precedent for other races to follow. Yeah. And but I don't see them like you said with the the wearing the mask at the start, wearing it. I just I don't see them being able to enforce that. Yeah, that's going to be hard to enforce. Hard to enforce. You you, you just harder. Hope that, uh, you just hope that the runners agree to do their best. I know the races right. are encouraging not running in groups and trying to social distance on a course, but yeah, well, here's that's the, that's the big thing. Don't screw it up. Space coast people. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> if, this, if this turns into like, you just doubled the pandemic um, just with one race, then we're out for 2021. You just, ah! you just set all running races in person back that's another right. six months to 12 months. So yeah, for uh, sure. don't screw this up. If you are going down there and risking it, you wear your mask, you do what they say, do the sanitizer. Don't be stupid. If you're not feeling well, stay home. All of that. <laughs> don't be a real runner. You stay home. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, goodness. I love some of the ideas that Jackie threw our way. I think some of them we've even discussed. I think we've got a segment that we were super pumped when it was shared with us and discussed out back in, gosh, was that March? Uh, we were talking to R2 about a uh, racing segment and uh, we've got an idea for that, but there really aren't races happening right now. So we're kind of wondering how, you know, how to bring that together and bring some excitement to it. But I love these we'll ideas. Jackie. Hold. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can work it in or table it for another day, but thank yeah. you very much, Jackie, for writing in. We miss you. And uh, we appreciate Anybody who has questions, comments, or feedback, you're welcome. We welcome it all, positive and negative. You can email it to aloha at runohanapodcast.com. That was your listener questions. Uh, so we talked about earlier virtual races, and Donna, you hinted to it. Run Disney made an announcement today. This afternoon. So sad. So sad. You knew that if one was going to, one was either going to take off or not, the other one was right behind it because it was. I did not believe that. You didn't believe that? I did not believe that. I was, I was prepared to hear Marathon Weekend couldn't happen. I was not prepared to hear both. Uh, I was not. I thought. I, I mean, even if they wanted to make it easier on me and tell me in another month that princess wasn't happening. <laughs> I still didn't believe I was not prepared for two in one fell swoop. I was not prepared. What are they about six weeks apart? Five, yes. six weeks apart. So yes. they're so close together in comparison to the other Disney races that I felt from the get go that if one was going to happen, the other one was going to happen. And if one wasn't going to happen, the other one was not going to happen. Well, Ryan, I'm getting very tired of you being right. <laughs> I hear that often. <laughs> All too often. Uh, not really, but but yeah, we told you so, Donna. We told you these races are not happening. And here we are today. We get the announcement officially, the Walt Disney Marathon Weekend, as well as Princess Half Marathon Weekend are virtual. We asked for more run Disney virtual races. I don't think this is exactly what we were talking about, but we're no, getting them. But they, did, they did do. I don't know if you guys have had the chance to look at the breakdowns. It was a better 
plan, I think, than what they did for Wine and Dine, where basically Wine and Dine, it was all or nothing. You you could have your medals and your race shirts, or you could get the refund. And now they offer you, you can just do the medal and you get a specific refund back depending on the race uh, distance, or you can do the medals and the shirt and get a smaller di- uh, gift card to go with it. So, I mean, still expensive, but um, I think offers more options. Did they offer the full refund as well? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you could do any of that. So my question, I don't, I don't think it's, I think for the 10K, I, I had only signed up for the 10K for Marathon Weekend. I don't think I'll bother doing that. But, um, but for Princess, I'm going to be on the fence about it because this is something I am a legacy fairy tale um, right. challenge one. So from what I understand, even if you choose not to do the virtual, you do not lose your legacy status. But just as someone who has all the other medals from all the other years, I think I might want them from this year. Well, Donna, I think your situation is even more unique because you've always done this with your daughter. This is your annual mother-daughter run. Yeah. And I think that this ties into what we were talking about. What are your reasons for doing a virtual? And one is Ohana. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, your ultimate Ohana. Yeah. Right. And I think that you should still do it. I I do. I don't think you should do January. Like, screw it, whatever. Right. But even if you don't do it for the shirts, do it for the medals. I don't think I'll do it for the shirts, but I will do it for the medals. And, and, you know, we're still going to go, this isn't gonna, this doesn't mean I'm not going to Disney. That's, yeah. that's my one, uh, whoa, glass whoa, is half full. <laughs> I whoa, mean, whoa. I will still go in January and I'm still going to go in February. Um, you know, reservations are there. Plain fair is booked. I'm, I'm good to go. So that's not going to change. Um, and whether we decide to run it there or run it at home, we'll see. But I think I, you should run it there. Dude, you could totally get a half marathon just in Fort Wilson. Oh, absolutely. You guys can absolutely make that happen. Yeah, so. i got to remember where we're staying. I'm trying to remember. Um, you may not even be the only one doing it because remember when they canceled the half for that, yeah. that January and everybody got together and they still uh-huh. did it? I, I, yeah. I feel like... I feel like you might see some of that starting to happen. I think we're going to see a lot of it. I, I mean, I've already seen people posting that they will be doing that. So it'll be interesting to see how it's kind of handled by Disney. Well, well they they can't sanction it, right? No. But they probably can't stop it either. No. As long as you're social distancing, that's, as long that's as you're easy. doing everything. Yeah. That'll be the kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had some friends pull off a ultra marathon on Disney property, right? They were just vacationing yeah. there. If you're going to, if you're going to run an ultra marathon, why not run it on Disney property? Why so, not? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think, I think this would be a, if I were in your position, Donna, and I had my standards for a virtual race in mind, <laughs> <laughs> I think I would sign up for the race. I think I would do it with my daughter because you guys have done this for so long now and granted, the perfect princess racing status, not a huge issue. But I think it's fun that it's a moment in your journey with your daughter through these races that you're just going to be like, ah, Megan, that one time we just ran the yeah. virtual race at home because we or we ran it at Disney because right. uh, 
the, the actual race couldn't go off in person. So. I mean, there's there's a part of me that's pretty excited that now I've got this six day Disney vacation booked, and I don't have to wake up early. Yeah. We can stay out till when we want to. You know, it's just going to be a very different, relaxing kind of trip than we're used to having, and I'm. I'll be happy with it. I mean, I'm I'm sad. Don't get me wrong, but it's we can definitely uh, make some lemonade out of these lemons for sure. Yeah, just not even waking up at three in the I morning. Know. You, could, you could like just wake up at like six. I know. Clothes and be out by six thirty. You'd be fine. Yeah, and then hang out at the pool. I mean, I'm just I'm very much looking forward to. It. Yeah, it'll be great. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do I it. do wonder if they had do offered because you know we were signed up for um, wine and dine, and I love the medals, right? But it came down to do I want to pay that much for like mm-hmm. some shirts and some medals? I think if they had offered just the medals, I may have done that. I agree, and I think that there probably was a lot of feedback that they got from that to make this decision to change it up for this. So I think that's good. I think it's yeah. good that they're listening and ready to change with what's best. That's right. The nice thing about Run Disney is they have been very good about providing options, refund options for those who did sign up for it to be able to get a full refund back. Never mind the price of the virtual race and the virtual race options. That's that's aside. But if you signed up for this race in the hopes that you're going to get an in-person race and you don't get an in-person race, I think they've been good about offering up full refunds. So in reality, it is a no lose situation, maybe, right? Yeah, right. I agree. But yeah, I think it's all of the hope and excitement that you allow yourself to build up that this race might actually go off that I try to avoid by not even considering signing up for these races. Well, yeah, but if the flip side had happened, well, then you can you bet gonna, your butt that gonna I'm going to buy that's... a ticket and I'm going to be down there and I'm going to run a virtual race while everybody else runs the in-person race. <laughs> so run Disney races. Hopefully, hopefully, I guess the next hope is April. That was Star my Wars. prediction, but I, that's a big maybe. Yeah. Dep- all depends on Space Coast people. Yeah, Space Coast really don't screw this up. <laughs> but I'll have to be honest. I think by by the end of November, we're going to have some pers- better perspective on whether Star Wars is even going to be a thing. Star Wars, Boston Marathon, both happen around the same time frame. And I have to believe that both of those races being as Boston is being as big as it is. And Star Wars is pretty big race as well, as far as normal runners, I have to believe they're going to give some answer before the year end of the year on those races. Yeah. People making travel plans and everything else for it. So, so April, I guess would be the next hope for a run Disney race. My prediction for run Disney races is actually wine and dine yeah, 2021. Yep. So I don't know. I, I think, I think we're going to get that this past year we thought, Oh, we're going to get all these, World Marathon Majors in the fall of 2020. It's going to be spectacular. We got Boston, New York, London, all of them all in one group, Chicago. There was no way that was going to happen. That was too too short of a window here. And But I think that's actually a possibility for next year. 
but it's all going to depend on how things progress in the next two or three months, because I think you're going to need a, a little buffer of time there in order to get things stable across the country. Right. It's not going right. to just be an overnight thing. So. And I think you're going to need more successful races like Space Coast. Those those ones that aren't small, but they're not like major. You know what I mean? Yeah. To get the major ones to go off. Yeah. And the major ones are just probably either going to have to go virtual again or figure out how to get smaller numbers. Unfortunately, I don't want to hear that, but it may just be smaller, smaller races for the foreseeable future. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All these races getting canceled and not really putting any pressure to do any training leading up for any big race or anything has me a wee bit. Not, I mean, I'm still getting out and running and still doing strength training, but you know what else I'm doing while I'm strength training? You're catching up on some awesome TV shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I'm watching some Cobra Kai as I'm doing my little strength training, right? So Oh my goodness. We talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or if we talked about it offline, but we talked about it. You're like, Oh, you got to watch this. Got to watch this. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Literally the best show in so long. I mean, stranger things is, is phenomenal. But this, if you are a karate kid fan, if you love the eighties, like even if you don't, this is still a great show. (laughs) I dig, I dig the karate kid. I loved it. And I, I just, I just, I was like Cobra Kai. And I think originally when, so when originally when this came out, it was on YouTube red or some right, subscription right. Yeah, paid service. Like and I've got enough subscription services. I did not need. I think that's how we all felt. Right. And I think that was the only reason I ever even contemplated getting it was because of this Cobra Kai that I heard was really good. And because I, you know, yeah, but no, we didn't do it either. And now season one and season two are on Netflix. And this past weekend, I smashed through all of season one <laughs> in just about one day and I got started on season two and it's a little corny, right? It's a little, it's a little oh, cheesy, a yeah. little cheesy, a little soap opera, but it's entertaining as all hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kenny's about to fight you. What? Soap opera? He's like, talking? what? Not my Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> serious stuff right there. In the, in the most. No, it'll totally make you think anything different of the movies. Or Cobra Kai. Well, so that that's my big thing. You guys ever listen to the serial podcast? Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay, so it's a, but wait, it's are a we phenomenal gonna get, are we, podcast the first season. Hold up, hold oh, up. We're gonna get we're gonna get into it. Are we wait, are we getting <laughs> into spoilers? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I right. promise. So serial podcast is one of those podcasts where they take a, a crime. There was a guy that killed his girlfriend, supposedly, allegedly, was convicted for it. And they go through and they interview everybody in the case and, and himself included. And one episode, you're like, he totally did it. And the next episode, you're like, he totally didn't do it. Cobra Kai is just like that. You're like, who's the bully? You yeah. know, like you you keep one episode. You're like, oh, maybe that was a little too far. Another episode, you're like, Danny, you're such a wuss. Right. You're the bully. <laughs> so it just kind of it, it, it just brings a whole different perspective of all that. Mm-hmm. And I have watched like all the behind the scenes crap. I didn't know there was this thing. Oh, there's like all sorts of interviews and stuff. Like, so like they had pitched doing something like this over the years. Lots of people have pitched doing something to, to, you know, take it back to Danny and Johnny. And, and 
the guy who plays Johnny said that he never saw himself as what this this uh, show has has taken him to. Like he probably saw himself more as you know still rich and successful and whatever, but he loved you know how they they got him to this point and and how his character you know what his character is up to since the movies. Um, and I think they nailed it. Like it is just it's not a soap opera. It's amazing. Everybody should watch it. I gotta tell you though, they, they give major props to Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, all the flashbacks. It's it's literally like it ties right into the movie. You can watch one, two, and three go into this, and you're like, you didn't miss a beat at all. It just kind of seamlessly transitions into it, even though there's a gap in years. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I, I like agree. the reflection pieces that they do. There where they they. The bring in a, yeah, and... though they bring in a little clip of the movie and it kind of ties mm-hmm. in thoughts or situations that they're dealing with. And they've definitely given a little bit more dynamic to the characters than what you had from from the movies. Um, I, I guess in the cheesy soap opera kind of way, some of the lines that they come off with are a little predictable, right? Some of no. them. No. Are... <laughs> Ryan, we're going to fight. <laughs> He's not going to strike first. <laughs> no, but it's it's uh, it's entertaining. I mean, you 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 hear a phrase and you're like, I should have saw that one coming. It's just it, it's but it's it's entertaining as all heck. I I oh, have sure. thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, so yeah. So if you're not watching Cobra Kai, what are you, you doing? You so need to watch Cobra Kai, right? You do. You do. Yes. There's nothing that good out there. Watch Cobra Kai. And they and they uh, transition into modern day, you know, society where in the '80s it was completely different, but now, you know, you get the bully, the mean girls, and stuff like that. They 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 brought all that in and all the moderate slang and words and verbiage. They brought all that in and made it a part of the new show. Something from the '80s. It was great. I love how they do it. It yeah. was really good. And they got a lot of the same scenery. You know, yeah. in, in yes. its current yes. in its current state, you know the, yes. the apartments and the dojos, and so there's a lot there's a lot of nostalgia in this TV series that really ties you back to the '80s movies, and it's a thrill. I, I I'm totally with Johnny. It is, it is. Yeah. and I, do have you guys though? Have you kids watched it? Because my it's not something that my kids are necessarily interested in, and it's because they're not the big fan of the karate kids like we were, or they didn't grow up in the eighties like we did. And it's just, it's a real interesting thing that they're not getting it the way we are. Like they might watch it, but they're not going to get it the same way we do. Donna, you failed as a parent. How did you not make your kids watch and love Karate Kid? I don't understand. Patrick said he did watch the Karate Kid, but I don't remember ever watching it with them. No, I think Savannah has watched. She won't watch it with us, right? She's too cool for that. But I think she has seen it and she does like it. I don't know about Jordan. Yeah. I just don't know if they get it the way we do, though. Because my, my son has watched it. He's caught on a couple of the episodes and he kind of knows the dynamics of the current TV show, but he has no idea how they relate back to the movie. Okay. So I actually told him to stop watching it. And this weekend, we're planning to actually go back and watch the Karate Kid movies. That's awesome. Yeah, which is the right way to do it. Good. But, you know, even if you haven't seen it, you're going to miss some of the the flashbacks and the nostalgia Mm -hmm. of it all. 
but it's still so current that I don't think that they wouldn't like it any less. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think, that I think anyone we can, can still like enjoy it. it. It's just on a different level than we yeah, are. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. You you just don't get the nostalgia as, as much. Right. But for what it is as a TV show, I think it could stand on its own. The nostalgia just, for me, brings it all back to like, this is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. So just as a side note, uh, Netflix picked up season three, guaranteed, and they're actually in the process of filming it now. No, it's already filmed. Well, it's already filmed, but season four is also being guaranteed. Wow. Nice. nice. So I'll be it's interested actually, to see how long these two can go at it. Well, I mean, it, it went from uh, YouTube Red, which it had little to no audience, clicks picked it up. They had more exposure because it had a broader audience. So it was, it just went from like zero to 100 in a matter of months. Wow. Plus, everybody's on COVID and everybody's at home. Nothing, you know, everybody's got nothing better to do than binge watch different series. And then, of course, this gained popularity because, well, it's just. I like it too, though, because it's shorter that you don't feel like you're, you know, taking up your whole night or unless you're Ryan and you take up your whole weekend to watch every single one. But, you know, you can do it quick and it's a it's a nice little, oh, I'm just going to watch this before I go to bed or whatever. Um, I like that about it. I, I do like that about it as well. But it's one of those that you get enough in a, what, a 20 minute episode. And it's yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to watch one more. I'm just going to watch yeah. one more. Just one more. <laughs> These aren't that long. I'm just going to watch one more. Yeah, they're like, they're only 20 minutes. We've yeah. been upstairs. Yeah. Like, we'll have to say, okay, enough's enough down here. Right. Go upstairs. And then we get in bed and we watch like three more. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. gosh, dang, it's 10 o'clock. I needed to be in bed an hour and a half ago. I got to get up and run. So hopefully I can pull a little uh, Miyagi dojo and find some balance in my training as well as my Netflix. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Was that yeah, good? that was good. <laughs> <laughs> because if they're going to have season three and season four, holy cats, I have to figure something out, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. They need to hurry up with season three. For real, right? Because there are certain people coming back and yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. Release it. I feel the same way with um, Stranger Things, though. I'm a, I'm an 80s kid, so I mean, I love anything 80s, whatever. So. I'm with you. Although I never too. got into Stranger Things. Kids to me was in the 80s, just like all the other movies you can quote or name. So. It's still. Uh, oh, how do you feel about him always referring back? Like his favorite mil- movie is that Iron. Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. Oh, Iron Eagle is my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you almost had to bleep me out. I don't... <laughs> oh goodness! So it folks, does make me want to go back and watch that movie too. Oh, Iron I love, Eagle. I love yeah. Iron Eagle. Speaking of Cobra Kai, and now it's time for a run Ohana photo challenge with Donna. Guys, hold up. I want to take a picture. Oh my God, you guys. She wants another picture. Take my picture. (laughs) So we got a segment. We can take your picture. (laughs) Donna's got her own segment here. Photo challenge with Donna. Seems yeah, funny. I'm sure most of you are surprised that my my segment has anything to do with taking pictures, but no. I <laughs> I love it. It's a part of running that brings me probably the most joy, and um, 
I like to share that joy with everybody. It doesn't have to be just a picture of me. I mean, it's got to be, I like seeing pictures of everybody. So we would love for you all to start engaging with us over social media with these little photo challenges or whatever you want to call them every once in a while. So since we are all into the Cobra Kai movement right now, and um, I don't know if any of you saw Brittany's posts over the weekend, but she went to the really cool garden and she posted a couple of Cobra Kai poses um, in some of her pictures. So I think that's what we should go run with. And we should start posting some Cobra, Cobra Kai poses. You can do that in whatever way you'd like to. But just while you're out, and I don't care if you're running or you're not running, you can just do these because you're having fun or because you're at a garden or you're on the beach or wherever you're at and tag us in your photos. So make sure you're tagging either the hashtag runohana or um, at runohana podcast so that we can see them Just and or yeah. repost them. <laughs> you didn't give me no time. Make sure it's because you don't use it on, you don't do the dot com on social media. <laughs> This is Johnny right here. Hash brown. So much crap to the internet. <laughs> that was such a great line. We need to make a shirt. If they don't have one already, we probably should make a shirt of that too. I've been looking. I haven't found it yet. All right. <laughs> something. So anyway, guys, please go ahead and tag your post, your pictures, your Cobra Kai poses. Put them on the Facebook page or put them on Instagram and use the hashtag Runohana or at Runohana Podcast. Com. <laughs> I'm excited. That sounds fun. And I'll I'll repost my pictures because I don't think I put it on the road on Hana page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You should do And that was our photo challenge with Donna. <laughs> I have no outro music. You don't need one. <laughs> oh I think we should wrap it up there. Wrap it up there. Call it a show. Yeah, because you have some daddy daughter. Uh. Yeah. It's eight o'clock and I'm 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 gonna have to give her her first nighttime driving lesson. This is ridiculous. <laughs> if you've got any tips, send them my way. Send them my way. Cause I don't have a whole lot of gray hair yet. I've got one or here, two here. But I imagine this is gonna go quickly. So <laughs> Amazon Music has just now embedded podcasts into Amazon Music. So if you're an Amazon Music sub subscriber, you can get your podcast now on Amazon Music. And guess what? The Run Ohana podcast is there. Amazon Music. And if you don't have Amazon Music, no worries. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just tap the subscribe button to receive the new episodes as they are released. And remember to rate and review the show. We thank you for being generous. And if you want to keep following along with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Runohana Podcast. And again, that listener question feedback email. If you have news, information, something you just want to share with us, questions, problems, things you want to talk about, you can email us to aloha at runohanapodcast.com. Folks, that'll do it. Until next time. Peace. And chicken grease. <laughs> hey, so whatever you do, Donna's little segment, it almost sounds like Blue's Clues. <laughs> Blue's Clues? <laughs> we just got a picture. We just got a picture. 
We just got a picture. Wonder who it's from. Oh, oh my God. We still remember that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's 